Y'all talking to us, then as soon as I press play, you're all home. Well, I just remembered uh, Papa John, he uh, he switched allegiances here. He's not a Louisville fan Yeah, he's anymore. a Kentucky guy now. He's huh? Kentucky guy. Oof. Yeah, we got the Louisville game on here. What do you think? What are you thinking if you're Louisville? Like, you know, night your main guy's not backing. Oof, Danny just got slapped. Well, they're eleven and three. I mean, I don't know. That's pretty good. I don't know who they play because I don't really keep up too much. I just keep up with who Papa John aligns himself with. I I say uh, check that every day. <laughs> um, do you see the the prediction for like ESP on the ESPN app? If you have like Arkansas against LSU in basketball. LSU's like 75% chance to win, even though they lost four games. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's who they play next? Is it LSU? Yeah, I think okay. they play tomorrow. Oh, yeah, cool. they play on Wednesdays. Cool, fuck you, if you ask me. Well, hey, just gives them a chance to uh, just keep proving people wrong. I mean, no one, have, no one had them against Indiana, and look what the fuck they did there. Went off what they did. You ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, guys, what's up? This is the Man in the Arena podcast. My name is Tucker Ellis. Here with me today is my homie, John Kirshner. What's up, John? Not much, man. We're back, finally, 2020. Beer opening. All right, yeah. So this is... Oh, no, your, your notes. All right, we're good. This is episode 10? Episode 10? I think Number, it's, I think Episode it's 1 of the year. Let's start with that. We'll season figure. two, episode one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Season two, episode one. Um, you know, it's Tuesday. It's our favorite day of the week because you know what we talk about? Talking, talking, talking sports. Talking sports. Sports on Tuesdays. So, yeah, we uh, we wanted to wait for the wild card games to happen so we could, uh, you know, have a reaction to those and then uh, and uh, let a lot of the coaching uh, searches pan out. And usually it's around this time of year. Guys are getting hired. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, wild card games. I mean, you watched all of them, obviously. Yeah, hundred percent. They're great. That's all. That's all I cared about was watching those this weekend. Uh, Bills collapsed against the Texans. Yeah, I was not too happy about that. I, I, I thought I wanted the Bills to win. Real I bad. want, dude. I, I, just something about the Bills this whole season. I watched them play. I'm like, please, just fucking. Yeah. Like, every, every time they played the Patriots, I would lose my fucking mind they and were, I'd just get let they down. They were the Utah. They were the Utes of the mm-hmm. NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big time. Uh, definitely had, like, some strange allegiance to the Bills this year, even though I've never been to New York. But uh, kind of very lackluster. I thought Josh Allen kind of played under his ability. Like he start first half, he started off. Josh fine. Allen played drunk the second half. Yeah, he played great. He first. was out of his goddamn mind the second. Like he just sucked, and so then they got cocky, thinking that there was there was like sixteen zero at yeah, half, sixteen nothing. And then I was like, okay, this game's probably sealed up. Didn't watch like a little bit of the rest, and like get around to like the fourth quarter. I go to dinner. I'm looking on the TV. I was like, holy fuck, are they tied right now? Just, tied at 19. How many, how many NFL games have been tied at 19 before? That's a good question. That's a, that's a score, Gami. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, it's crazy. They just got so, they got so conservative when they get up. And that's just the number one thing that they tell you not to do, especially in the postseason. Yeah, do not get comfortable with the lead. No. Keep, I mean, like, they were running all kinds of trick plays. Josh Allen caught a touchdown pass. 
you know, first score of the game. And then they're, you know, they're trying to, you know, just check it down, trying to run with, uh, you know, Frank Gore, who's 75 years old. They're uh, selling for field goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you have 16 points, you know, that's one touchdown, three field goals. Y'all aren't stupid, but I just thought I'd say that. And so, yeah, they're selling for a lot of field goals. And the Texans, you know, they're just hanging around, hanging around with Deshaun. Deshaun's making – you know, just enough plays to keep him in it. You know, they never really felt like they were out of it when they had him, especially at home. But I just feel like every time they got, every time the Bills got in the red zone, the next thing that happens is like, oh, they get stopped. Yeah, get the sack. Field goal. Yeah. And then uh, what's honestly interesting to me is how how different the Texans' offense is without their like number two wide receiver. Like Will Fuller was out and. Yeah, he was their main deep threat. Everyone thinks it's Hopkins, but it's really Will Fuller. Well, Hopkins is just slow as fuck. He, he's like a Michael Thomas. Yeah, possession guy. Yeah, he, like he'll just fucking catch it. Like he gets open with like, you know, he just needs like a couple inches of space. And they weren't getting it to him in the first half, which is, you know, well, they were saying that he was, that they were down, but then he started heating up. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, for guys like Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins, Five inches is enough. Five inches is enough. Five inches, ladies, five inches is enough <laughs> for DeAndre Hopkins. That's all they need. That's all he needs. That's all any guy needs. It's five inches. Yes, that's average. Slightly above average. If, yeah. Actually, way above average, if you ask me. Nah, Sean McVay, I still think, not uh, not Sean McVay, uh, Sean McDermott, my bad. I still think Sean McDermott's a really good coach. Uh, I think he's a better coach than Bill O'Brien. Um, oh, yeah. Bill O'Brien looks fucking stupid as yeah, shit on yeah, the sidelines. Yeah, the butt-chin wonder of the NFL. I think that I, I ripped on, I've been ripping on Josh Allen ever since uh, he got into the league because he's not accurate. And I thought his accuracy improved during the year, but he's still just reckless. I mean, what was that, the, the fucking pitch to, what was that, like a guard running downfield with him? Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah what, that was just. That's like, you know, what is this, his, his second year? Yeah, and you're playing backyard football in a playoff yeah, game. Yeah, man, like, these 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 people aren't going to fucking play right. Like, you can probably get away with that Wyoming, but you're fucking out of your mind if you you, if you think that it's not a planned play and that guard's just going to pick it up like that. Yeah, I mean, if that had been a turnover, we, you know, we'd be crucifying Josh Allen, so I don't – I mean, luckily for him, but Deshaun Watson, you know, he made that play – he made the play late in overtime. Um, what did you think? I mean, people were just, like, sucking him off for that play, and I thought it was just kind of, like... Lackluster. Yeah, you know, he, he got hit, he rolled out, and he you know, threw it to a guy who got 30 yards after the catch. He is, I'll tell you what, though. He is really good about looking like the play is just absolutely fucking dead. Yeah. And then he just shows up. But I think, I mean, if... I'm not sure when his contract comes up, but when it comes around, he definitely needs to get paid. Like, he does shit for that team that makes you realize that the Texans solely rely on Deshaun Watson to make plays. Yeah, 100% relying on Deshaun Watson. Um, their defense, J.J. Watt got a sack. They might as well have just had, like, a certain, like, J.J. Watt cam. You know? Yeah, I mean, their defense is 31st in the fucking NFL. Their O-line is horrible. Like, Deshaun Watson is running for his goddamn life. I can only imagine if you put him behind, like, a Cowboys O-line to see what happens on oh, fast play. Oh, it'd be it – wouldn't 
He'd he'd be thrown for fucking six thousand yards, like a half a season. Yeah, he's down there just running for his life, still making ridiculous plays. But um, I thought they, I thought they, <laughs> I thought they lost it when they decided to go for it and got stuffed. When it was, it was fourth and one, yeah. in field goal range. They decided to try and put it away and got stuffed, and the Bills tied it up. So it was just a, it really was just a like a drunk game, if you want to call it that. It didn't look like either team really wanted to win. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you put it up like that. I mean, ultimately it came down to a fucking field goal in overtime, which is just the shittiest thing. Because at that point, the team, the, like the Texans aren't looking to score a touchdown. They're not thinking about that. They're just like, let's get close. Yeah, field goal range, yeah. Like, that's all they were thinking about. They were not, like, talking like, oh, let's, you know, once we get this touchdown, let's go for two. Like, And obviously you don't have to, but it's just, if you have a game like that to where it's just, like, kind of, like, nothing really good happens the whole time. Like, nothing really crazy. It's kind of sloppy for the most part in both offenses. Ending on a field goal is Ending on a field goal in overtime because another offense couldn't capitalize. Pretty vanilla. It's, yeah, dude. That, that's not a game that I really care to watch. I mean, it was, cl- it was fun because it was close. Yeah. It was, I mean, both, it was still both teams good. equally sucked, which made it interesting. It was still a good game. I, I thought the Bills had a good season. And um, I thought the Bills had a good season, and they'll probably be around – uh, depending on what happens with the Patriots, I mean, they could start winning that division. Honestly, they, I think the, I think they will. I mean, eh. What problem is? I feel like the Patriots are gonna make a lot of moves this off season. And then. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's no telling there's no telling what the future holds there. But yeah, uh, Bills going home. Tejas going on to uh, KC, uh, but we'll get to that a little later. At least some Texas team made it, you know. <laughs> At least. And then uh, another AFC South team, Titans, going up to Now that that Fox that's Bro. a team that I was fucking hyped about, too. That's a fun team. It's a fun team to watch because Derrick Henry will run. What do you have, like 200 yeah. yards again? I think it was 180. I think 180. it was like 35 carries, 180. This guy, and it's funny because I saw on Twitter they posted that picture of like his high school stats. In oh, one wow. fucking game. 700 yards. Yeah, one game he had like six, or no, sorry. Three different games, he has six touchdowns. Two other games, he has five. There's one game where he has 18 carries for, like, 300 yards, averaging, like, 19 yards a carry, something like that. Just an absolute fucking savage. He's the kid who, like, parents are, are like, demanding to see his birth certificate at games. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> he rolled in with the IM-12. <laughs> but that's, uh, I mean... Honestly, I'm glad to see I and mean, everyone everyone's glad to see the Patriots lose, but finally just like the way that they lost too, just getting absolutely handled up front. By a wild card team. Tom Brady absolutely just sucking dick. By probably one of the most irrelevant teams in the NFL. I mean the Titans, like just the Kings of going nine and seven. Well, I mean, they start off with their quarterback as Marcus Mariota and like just so shitty. He's mm. horrible. And then I I I think what really puts the cherry on top is Everyone's like freaking out because like the thing like you know Patriots can still do this like yeah there's not a lot of time but they well, can still yeah, do like, it. I'll, I'll believe it when they're out when I you know when I actually see it I'll believe it yeah I know, I know what you mean. Next play was a shitty pass on the back shoulder of a receiver bounces up pick six pick six after uh, same guy who dropped an earlier pick six uh, the one right before the half and mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think Brady, let me look at his stats real quick because I know Ryan Tannehill had a terrible game. Ryan Tannehill had a, a very yeah, pedestrian he, he, game. Yeah, he was not very good, but mm-hmm. that's why they have Derrick Henry in a fucking run game because Derrick Henry, you know, he, he wasn't even who – was who was the starting – Running back at first for them, it was uh, a couple or two years ago. But who was starting over him? Was it like, was it like Dion Foster? Was that was it? Was that his name? Was Derrick Henry not always starting there? Mm. Oh, Derrick Henry came in after because like their season was dead. No reason to play for anything, and then Derrick Henry came in and like the last two weeks ran for like two hundred yards each. Yeah, I mean, I remember them bringing him in, but I mean, fuck, I don't. Can't blame you for not paying attention to the Titans. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't blame myself for not knowing the exact exact facts. Brady was twenty of thirty seven, two hundred yards, no touchdowns, and that pick, that pick six, QBR fifty nine. That's pretty fucking trash. Yeah, I mean that was his. Oh, those were his stats in the AFC Championship game last year, but no one wants to remember that. Ryan Tannehill, on the other hand, was eight for fifteen with seventy two yards. And a pick. They just said, fuck it, we're not <laughs> passing. And that's not, yeah, that's not, I mean, like, the pick and, you know, the completion percentage is on Tannehill. But well, the thing is, if you look at it, it could have been a lot worse, but then they realized that we can do a lot more damage without him right now. Which is honestly scary because if you think about it, like, they made it pretty clear they're not passing. Yeah, I mean, you can see in the, the touchdown right before the half, uh, they got the ball, I believe... They got the ball with about three minutes left. No, maybe I'm. Let me look at this real quick. Try to. This is what quarter is this? Yeah, so they got the ball with four and a half minutes left, and I think they ran. That was the driver. They ran it for seventy-five yards with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Yeah, we know. You know, it's coming down to the end of the half. I mean." We don't have our timeouts. We have the two-minute warning. We're still going to run it with Derrick Henry. And they ran it 15 times for 75 yards. Patriots couldn't stop it. I mean, he's just a fucking man. He's good as fuck. And that's how – I'm not saying the Patriots' offense is, is, has been good this year, but that's how you beat them is you just keep the offense on the bench, play keep away with the run game. I mean, yeah. You the ball for like 35 yeah, minutes. I mean, for the most part, usually – Derrick Henry does not fumble the ball at all. No. His muscles simply do not allow that. It's like a fucking alligator clamp jaw. Yeah. And on top of that, no chance of pick six or any, like, turnover because it's not fucking Tannehill throwing the ball around. Yeah, he's not airing it out. But, you know, that's by design. He did make he did make some big-time throws on third down, though, to yeah. keep drives alive. Who, I mean, that was that one to uh, A.J. Brown, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Tannehill, he won the best, but, like, when they need him, like, hey, man, can you just keep this drive alive? Yeah, just game manage, please. Yeah, can you just can you just make sure that we just don't lose the ball and give it back to him? He's like, I guess. Like, I'll try. So everyone's thinking this is, like, the end of Brady in uh, New England? Well, that's what I'm I just don't. I don't know. I've been hearing that. I think it's a little, like, romantic to think. I think it's just, like, yeah, y'all are – it's like it's like whenever like Arkansas needs a new football coach, everyone's like, "Oh, Urban Meyer's gonna be here." Like, "Oh, <laughs> Lane Giffen wants to coach here." So, I heard Sean Payton wants to come down. Oh my God! Like, Sean McVay said he had injured. <laughs> just people just pull up these fucking just like 
fairy tale stories out of their goddamn ass thinking that's actually true. When in reality, what happens is we're going to pick up a assistant coach who also played O-line. Yeah. It's like Tom Brady's probably not going to go to the Rams or the Chargers or the Bears. You know, you can you can look at, you know, you know where he spends his time in the off season and try to pinpoint that. It's like following planes mm-hmm. for head coaching. I think he stays simply because he doesn't want to learn anything new, which I get. You've been doing the same thing for 20 years and you have maybe two good years left. Why would you want to try something completely different? Why would you want to, you know, risk going to Yeah. You know, like a rebuild which, when you still have a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, the Patriots defense is going to be the same this year or next year as it was this year, but you know, maybe they pick up maybe they pick up a tight end, maybe they upgrade the O-line, maybe they get a running back in free agency and you can still with Belichick, you can still you're going to probably win your division, so you'll get a home game at least one home game in the playoffs, and just go from there. So I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think Belichick's going to leave yet. So all these all these rumors that we love to see and, and discuss, I just... Uh, it's, I mean, it's fun to think about. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not happening. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Viking Saints. Oh, yeah, the Sunday, the first game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So uh, everyone, everyone likes to rip on... Old Captain Kirk because he doesn't win. He doesn't win Monday night or Sunday night primetime games. Well, the difference was today he, he win. didn't have to play a primetime game. <laughs> well, I mean it's a playoff game, and everyone's you know it's, he played in he actually played in one playoff game in Washington, got whacked. This is his first playoff win, and so didn't know that. Mm. This is his first playoff win, and. Um, you know, I think he impressed the hell out of me. I mean, uh, he made that. He made a lot of big throws. He didn't. They they ran kind of conservative. Uh, I think just because Dalvin Cook got healthy, and he was able to. They were able to you know kind of play keep away with him for a little bit. But um, I think he only he threw one pick. But for the most part, I thought oh you know, this was kind of Kirk's coming out party a little bit. Yeah, he definitely picked it up. I'll tell you who actually ops did the opposite of that for me is uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees has regressed. I, he I, did not look like I was thinking like just keep either Taysom Hill or throwing a Teddy Bridgewater because he yeah. was not like that that one pass that was just an obvious fucking pick threw it into double coverage over the top like I'm not really sure what he was thinking there but that that's not like a a thought process that a veteran quarterback goes through. That's like that's almost like a typical Drew Brees, uh, just airing it out. And it always seems like in the middle of the field, he finds someone that's just triple covered, and he ends up getting picked. I think with Drew Brees, it, it's it, it's hard for me to to put him in the same class with like a Brady or a Rodgers or a Manning because when you're facing the Saints let's say you're up you're up 6 with a minute left 
Like, I'm not really all that scared of Drew Brees just going down the field on me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that one. He's, he's always been like – I mean, if you look at it, he played – he missed six games. Or I think my – It was five. Five games? Five and a half. Five and a half. Essentially six. He missed six games to where, you know, Teddy Bridgewater came in and, and held up okay. But still, like, ends up being one of the top passers in the NFL – like highest one of the highest QBRs, like it's actually one of his best seasons they've come out of. Oh yeah. oh yeah. I have feared Drew Brees multiple times. This is what threw me off is that this time, like after like the first half of watching this, I felt like he could not pull that off. No. No, I mean he he just he's lost, you know he lost this game, they lost in overtime to the Rams mm. last year. Mm. He threw a he threw a pick in overtime against the Rams last year. Can't deny it. It happened. Uh, I think he's just regressed when it comes to these big time playoff games. Like most of the, you see him break like the all time passing yards record, the season, the single season passing yard record, the touchdown record. It's all in these just like blowout games where he's getting junk yards and junk touchdowns. Yeah. and I think he's good for that. But when it comes to like a big, big tough team, when it comes, to, yeah, when it comes down to it, like I just don't, I just don't fear him in a sense that like, oh man, Drew Brees is just gonna pick us apart in this two minute drill, and and you know seal the game. I mean, he had that fumble when they were trying to go in and win it, mm, and oh, yeah. he didn't even get touched. So <clears throat> that was bad. He just kind of lost it. Yeah, I mean, this is the year of you know the forty year old quarterbacks, you know, playing like forty year old quarterbacks. I'm not saying that, you know, Tom Brady had a game like Drew Brees because that's just not that's not fair to Drew Brees. But Yeah, I um, mean just looking at and on top of that, like was it Kirk Cousins, so he was nineteen for thirty one. Yeah, he didn't throw a pick, my bad. Two hundred forty two yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, twenty eight carries, ninety four yards, two touchdowns. Thielen went off too, seven catches for hundred twenty nine yards. Yeah, he had a rough start. He had a fumble and then he had a, a uh, offensive pass interference on a on a big play. Uh, he had a rough start, but then he he had that great catch in overtime, which is on first down. By the way, um, they kind of just lulled him to sleep with the run game. They screened him a lot, and then when it got to overtime, I guess the Saints just didn't expect that, and Thielen broke free over the top, and Kirk hit him, and I was. I was really impressed with Kirk Cousins in that game. I really was. Yeah, it was surprising. Um, on top of that, look at this. So, sacks in that game. New Orleans allowed three sacks for a loss of 31 yards. E- I mean, each one of those sacks essentially means it was a drive killer. Yeah. Minnesota, two for ten. That's interesting, yeah. So, two sacks for ten yards. That That's like a bounce around, like, okay, that's fine. But if you look at, like, the, the sacks that they gave up for uh, – it shows that it shows that Kirk can extend the play, and maybe he can't get back to the line of scrimmage. Whereas, if Drew Brees is getting pressured, he's yeah, Drew Brees cannot move. I, yeah. I'm, I fully realize that he is, and the, the whole thing of like the the pocket passer of being able to just sit in there like it's gone. No, it's it's way def- every defensive end runs like a four flat, like even like the interior linemen are quick. They yeah, have, they all put in those moves. They run stunts. Leg. Yeah, like. There's no time now. And the thing, if you look at all these really successful quarterbacks, they move the pocket. 
Yeah, they roll out. When they roll out, they change the angle of their passes, changes the coverage in general. They can throw across the field. Extends the play to where they can find someone open. Yeah, they can throw across the field. I've never seen Drew Brees roll out of the pocket with a with a big pass. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. I think I don't know what his contract looks like either, but I I I don't think he's going anywhere. Actually, is he a free agent? Drew Brees. Did I see that somewhere? I might have. Let me see. While you look that up, though, did you think that was a, a bad uh, no call on Rudolph mm. on overtime? A little bit. I think it should have been called at first, just because you see that full arm extension. Yeah. And that's when you're like, and eh, yeah. don't like the rest. Whenever they see like the elbow lock out, that's when they need like that's when they throw the flag like you know mm-hmm. nine out of ten times. This is kind of that one time, and if you look at it slow motion, it does not look like it was really that hard. So if you want to throw that challenge flag, it's not going your way. I really, I mean. Just because just it happened in New Orleans, I was like, thank God that they, like, something, they got their ass bit. Because they did review it, and it didn't get... They, did, they didn't review it. They were talking about reviewing they it. They were talking about reviewing yeah. Okay, well, they, the, reviewing it was brought up. It didn't get overturned. Honestly, this, need, this needs to go away immediately, um, reviewing judgment calls. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's that, I mean... I just, oh, I really hope it doesn't come down to some, like, the conference championship games or even the Super Bowl. That would just be If like I a see fucking a fucking disgrace. pass interference flag that, like, gets, like, overturns. If they finally overturn the one Bowl, in the Super Bowl. I will be so pissed. <laughs> and if it's, it's probably going to be over, like, a slight nudge. Oh, and yeah. they got to throw a flag and they're going to give it to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for the, the, the nuclear option here where something, where the refs, I could see that being, like, a plot by the referees to be like, let's just totally botch this so they can get rid of I'm telling you it's not impossible refs out in the NFL playing fucking 3D chess shit is wild what we got now oh um two games two games went to overtime um obviously um the the Texans got the ball twice and the Bills got the ball once Texans won because they were able to kick a field goal so not a lot of controversy there but the Saints didn't Drew Brees did not get the ball mm. and now we have another another angry Saints fans well it's just like fans in general it's always when in, in these big games when someone doesn't get to see the ball uh, I mean honestly we've been busy this for a while how does the fucking how does how does the overtime rules of the NFL make any sense whatsoever I like how they changed it to a touchdown can win it as opposed to just any score. Just the field goal. That was, you know, team wins the toss, they get a couple first yeah. downs. Um I feel like we I feel like we overreacted a little bit because the Patriots won a Super Bowl without the Falcons getting the ball and then they won the AFC without the Chiefs getting the ball. And everyone was like, oh, Tom Brady, all he's got to do is win a fucking coin toss and he wins. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of led to, you know, this constant, like, oh, we got to change overtime. We got to change overtime. And the XFL came out with their overtime rules. Did you see that? No, I didn't see. Okay, well, it's a fucking just, it, it's incredibly XFL, if that makes sense. It's like, 
it's like uh, each team has like five two point conversions, and if it's still tied, it goes to like a field goal kicking contest. It's it's really it's really stupid, but uh, <clears throat> I, I I like the way I like the overtime rules now. I is better. It's better. It's I step in the right direction. I do hope every time a game goes to overtime that both teams do get the ball. That's why I kind of like. You know, a team goes down and kick a field goal, and like, okay, like, now you go down and score a touchdown. You almost have an advantage then, if you think about it. Like, if you can hold a team to, you know, to a punt or a turnover, and then you get a field goal. I mean, the ball. I mean, it kind of I mean, works that, out. For you. It's it's it, it's it's hard to say though. It really is. Like, we do bitch about it because, like, oh, the other team didn't have a chance, but. They do try to make it both sides to where like the defense has a chance to stop. Yeah. But so you're just kind of you're kind of playing to uh your ability. Yeah. And it was really cool Jameis threw a pick six in overtime in the last game of the career. That's that's a cool way to walk off. That's that's, that's amazing. That's Truly. a cool way to. And that was for number 30 of the year. That was number 30. Amazing. Jameis one of one if you're listening. I'm not gonna please, stop hitting you up, man. Come please DM, yeah, please DM me back. You, you messaged me back a couple times. I sent you the link to our podcast. Uh, still waiting, man. We'll come around. I'll read your book. <laughs> All right, let's get to the last game. <clears throat> Another seventeen to nine Seahawks Eagles game. Uh, this one just completely. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Huge, huge letdown again. Everyone's talking about the hit on Wentz. I mean, I don't see it. It's, it didn't. It wasn't that dirty. No, it's not. It's not dirty. I mean, everyone's talking about how Javon Clowney tried to like take his head off. He's not that kind of guy. He's not. It was he's not, not that player. It was not like that. If it was like Vontez Burfitt or Miles Garrett. Then like we'd probably be having that conversation, but not Clowney. That's not. I mean, Clowney, Clowney's just there because he's a physical fucking presence. Yeah, he's not there to fucking hurt people. He just happens to hurt people while he's there. Like, he's just a beast. His idea isn't to, like, knock Carson Wentz out of the game or to, like, deliver a hit. He was thinking, like, I got to stop all yards possible. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, on top of that, Wentz dove. Yeah, people were saying, like, oh, well, he gave himself up and he's been, he's been you know, he, di- he, he likes to dive like that when he scrambles and he'll get called. They'll move the, the, they'll move the ball back to where they think that he, quote, unquote, gave himself up. It's a really like kind of gray area with with that kind of play. But um I don't know why he he plays still so recklessly. He he does he's a very he's a very reckless quarterback with his body. He's not injury prone because that's not I don't believe three completely separate injuries make you injury prone I think when you let's say like when he tore his ACL in 2017 if he were to keep having knee problems you know if he were to get like a bone bruise or a sprain or whatever yeah that's what injury prone is but when you have three completely separate injuries especially like a concussion like everybody gets concussions I I don't know I mean he's, he's not He's not prone to that kind of stuff, but he plays – his style of play makes it far more likely because he just needs to learn to just 
get rid of the ball. I mean, the, the, the knock on him all year is him hanging on to the ball too long. Russell Wilson, you know, Eli, um, Tom Brady, you know, these guys, the play breaks down, ball's they, out Yeah, there. they're going to try and sling it out. Like, and I think it was kind of dumb how they're like, oh, yeah, he's injury prone. Yeah, it's multiple injuries, but it's all, like, different parts of his body. Exactly. Like, and, yeah, he, and I, I don't want to say he's injury prone as much as, like, yeah, he's just, he's just fucking reckless. Very reckless. And that's why I think Carson Wentz isn't as good as Dak Prescott. Because Dak's not reckless. As a joke. But, I, th- I, I honestly, I was a vi- big Carson Wentz hater. Looking back more on his season, he did have a, what was it, like, how many yards? He had, like, 2,500-yard season. Passing? Passing. He threw for 4,000 this season. He threw for th- 4,000? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm out of my mind. Yeah. Well, he okay, so in that case, yeah, he threw for 4,000 without having any of his starting receivers in, except for Zach yeah. Ertz. First quarterback to do that. That's pretty big because I know for a fact Dak could not do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> but I also want to say crazy the guys that have stepped up for him. Uh, Doug Ward. Doug Peterson is also a great coach. Doug Peterson is an elite head coach. He is. He, uh, he is a. Category. He is a great fucking head coach, and that's I think is the difference. Like, I mean, you look at that game. Josh McCown, Greg Ward, uh, Deontay. Burnett, uh, Joshua Perkins, those those are guys that you put on the field in the third quarter of a preseason game. Yeah, they, and those, it's a one score game. Those before. are practice squad guys. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was, and he's got them. They they missed Wentz in the red zone. McCown drove him down. McCown was McCown was actually pretty damn good. Dude, I, was, I admire the, the fucking heart on McCown. Like I'm happy the Eagles lost and all that because. You know, if, if the Cowboys can't have it, then no one can. <laughs> but I, I, I was I'll tell you what else. I didn't really think much of McCown. Like I've kind of forgot about him because this is his seventeenth season. No, he's old as fuck. He was coaching like fucking JV high school yeah, before high school this, coach. and then literally imagine that being your high school coach. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, I got a couple seasons or a couple weeks off. I gotta go play for the fucking Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, so I mean, like, there's a video of him. The video of him playing basketball. Oh. oh, after the game. I was trying to hype him up. If you want to talk shit about a guy. No, no, he was just like. Kind of like a little bitch. No, he he just was like, like knelt down on the field, and like Zachers kind of helped him up and like patted him on the back. Dude, he put it out there. He, he did, man. He put it out there. He did. He tried so fucking hard. I, I mean, I'll give him props on that. Like, they wanted it, but they just didn't. They were playing with fucking <laughs> off-school li- firefighters and substitute teachers. Yeah, guys Literally who, substitute teachers. Guys who guarded Michael Jordan in the 96 finals. Yeah, they used them. And uh, it, it just was... Honestly, it they, just wasn't. The defense did a good job on like holding off the, the Seahawks. Yeah, they held them to 17 points, but they just could not get off the damn field on third down. Seahawks, honestly, without their run game... Because Marshawn Lynch is not cutting oh, it. Oh, no. They they stuffed Marshawn Lynch. They, Seahawks couldn't get they, the They talked about that one touchdown that he got, and I was like, he he made it in by a fucking shoestring. Yeah, off, off a bullshit roughing the passer call. They, they coughed on Russell Wilson, Sierra's husband. Yeah, they coughed on Sierra's husband. Uh, I think he, he's number three on the team. Yeah, yeah. they coughed on number three, um, Future's baby daddy. Dude, they could have won that game. I was thinking if the Eagles should have reached out to, like, Meek Mill, who's, you know, friends with Future, and been like, we need Future at this game. <laughs> because Russell Wilson has never 
one in Atlanta because Future goes to those games and just fucks with his <laughs> guy. He knows he's head. there and he can't play when Future's at the game because he knows Future's at that game texting Sierra. Yeah, like he's hey. like haven't seen you while like <laughs> all the stuff that I ran <laughs> got me reminded of how I run from our relationship. <laughs> Love is war. Hope you've been good. <laughs> So he's 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 just thinking about ending the game as fast as possible just to make sure that Sierra's not, not too getting her cheeks clapped by future. <laughs> no, what what killed him though was DK Metcalf. Went the fuck off. DK Metcalf and it bothers me because he's people, gonna be a star. I people think. are still saying like, oh, he's a one trick pony, he's only good at running down the field. Yeah, he's good at running down the field. Yeah, okay. And then great. the then I the like, Seahawks like use him in a lot of other different fucking ways. To where he just is a goddamn problem. Yeah, I, mean, I all the all the big third down plays were to DK. He broke the he broke two tackles on his touchdown reception. Dude, he's just a, a man. He's just a yeah. Just he's a, a freak. Like, he's younger than me and just is a fucking monster. I, it makes me feel shitty because I've not done anything with my life. Is he younger than us? Yeah. Fuck. He yeah he got drafted when we got out of college. It was like his junior year. Homeboy's like 20. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Damn. Well, yeah, I guess uh, congrats to the Seahawks. They'll, uh, they'll, go play, they'll go play the Packers now. They got kind of fucked on their uh, – they got to go across the country, go back home. They got to go to Wisconsin, which is still like 2,000 miles away. Yeah. Up so, in the north. Yeah, so this is uh, – you know, this is really – the test I don't, for them. I don't see Seahawks pulling this off. Like I said, no. like that run game isn't the same. DK Metcalf did a good job, but the Packers defense is sneaky good. It is. It is. It's like it's always been like under the radar, but like for some reason, like the Packers are thirteen and three. They've only lost three games. Yeah, people think that they just backed their way into that because Aaron Rodgers isn't having his best season, but like they're still well, they're run. They finally have a run game. Is yeah. what it is. Fucking Aaron Jones is a monster. Yeah, they can just play keep away with him. But, like, on top of that, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers not having his best season is better than most quarterbacks will ever have in their lifetime. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, he still did fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 playing fine, but if you notice, like, a step off of him, like, he's still three steps ahead of every other quarterback. Yeah. he He's a different fucking breed completely. I hate him still. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm giving him respect because I understand if, if I'm trying to be, like, you know, if I try and say he sucks, that just means I'm delusional. Yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. He's good, but that's why he pisses me the fuck off. Is because he ruins my fucking life, probably two times a year. You typically two times a year ruins yeah, my yeah, life. It's, it's been that way. <sighs> well, got these. Uh, those are all the wild card games. How long have we been going for? Let's take a look. Forty minutes. Ooh, we've been trucking, huh? Shoot. We can we can make quick of this. You want to want to run through the coaches real quick, and then, yeah, and then do so the picks real quick. I want to start off with what my Cowboys did. Um, they picked up Mike McCarthy. My thoughts on this: Aaron's old coach. Yeah, <laughs> he's beaten us before in the playoffs. So, I uh, I'm not so sure about this pickup, mainly because I don't think Mike McCarthy is all that good of a coach. I think what happened is is he kind of ended up having Aaron Rodgers fall into his lap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like him just being you know one of the best quarterbacks, the best quarterback, essentially of all time, 
and only won one Super Bowl with him on top of that. So as I mean, a six seed. Yeah, as a six seed. Uh, I think he's an all right coach. Again, like I don't think it's gonna be. T- it's not the worst pick ever. It's better than Jason Garrett. And I'm hoping that he brings in some some new guys too, because some of the some of the just coaching staff in general who we have, they've been dead ends for a while. All former cowboys. Yeah, like fucking yeah, all a bunch of former cowboys, fucking high school heroes. Jason Garrett literally won like one fucking game against uh, or it was some game where like Troy Aikman got hurt, and so he came in and like won it. And so everyone held Jason Garrett in high regards, and then yeah, he became coach. And people were like, oh, he's going to do great. Yeah. He's just another fucking like, white dad who thinks he understands football, essentially. Um, I'm so, curious. Um, Mike McCarthy called the plays in Green Bay. Um, I wonder, I'm curious what's going to happen to Kellen Moore because of that. I mean, honestly, I don't know about Kellen Moore. I think he, I think he did all right. I think Jason Garrett is the main guy who kind of fucked him up. I can see him sticking around for maybe a year and a half. We'll see. Probably push him back to QB coach again. That's what I was thinking. And make him QB coach. And then, you know, have a little bit of what to say in the offense. Because, I mean, he's calling plays this year. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, yet to be determined. Any coach without Jason Garrett, though, that makes us a contender now. No, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's really no one – there was really no available coach – that was not an upgrade from Jason Garrett. Yeah, that's so. that's the that's the upside on that. Do I think Mike McCarthy was the best fit? Not necessarily, because he spent the night over at Jerry Jones' house <laughs> yeah, what doing God fuck? knows what. <laughs> <laughs> Two grown men just like yeah yeah you can just yeah, you can just I'm stay. Sh- over I know for a fact he slept in like the the lower bunk and Jerry went up the top bunk. He's like I like that one better because it reminds <laughs> me when I was a kid. So they all you know they all like tried to go sleep and then. Jerry would say pee pee and they all start laughing again. <laughs> you sleep yet? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Rivera to the Redskins. He hired Del Rio as his defensive coordinator. Redskins putting together kind of a staff. I like I, I don't know. I like Ron Rivera. I thought he was a good coach. I think his team kind of just fell apart and they didn't give him a chance to, you know, kind of rebound from that. I mean, Cam Newton was out. Uh, Kyle Allen was obviously not the answer to their problem whatsoever. He had like not, three games. Not saying Cam Newton. Cam Newton had like one season where he's unstoppable, and then now he's just a whiny little bitch. Yeah. Not that good. His foot is still not healing. We don't know. He's got foot cancer apparently, and it's getting generally worse. I will never fear the Redskins as long as Dan Snyder owns that team. He is one hundred percent incompetent. Um. Matt Rule, Baylor head coach, uh, turned down the Browns' job because he didn't want to uproot his family from Dallas. A lot of people were seeing him, seeing that as him winking at the Cowboys because, you know, Dallas is like 50 miles from Waco. Uh, Cowboys said no, so he ends up uprooting his family anyway to go coach the Panthers. That's going to be a tough job. Apparently he got a seven-year deal. I have no idea how this is going to go because they're probably going to have to draft a quarterback. That, and I, I don't. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a tough job because like, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be a rebuild. Yeah, that's a huge. So rebuild. he's gonna he's gonna be like essentially Hugh Jackson up in there. And this guy's never coached college. He coached two years at Baylor. He flipped them from one and eleven to I believe they went t- uh, ten and three. 
Yeah, Baylor's I mean, Baylor so, amazing this year. I mean, yeah, shit. Good, you know, props to him there. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. He looks like... He spit on himself during the... Uh, I, saw, <laughs> I saw that as well. He looks like... A, he looks like my drunk uncle. <laughs> he looks like he's related to me by... Like, he looks like he's probably like my dad's brother, but just had a couple rehabs. <laughs> so that's... That's I literally got told that at work today. Like this guy stopped me. He's like, you know who you look like you'd be related to? I was like, who? Oh, he like, said you look like his uncle. Well, no, I'm saying he would look. Uh, he said I looked like him. I was like, easy now, because I don't. <laughs> per, first off, you fucking did. <laughs> that was my boss who said that. I'm just kidding. And uh, I I had to like defend myself. I was like he he looks like my uncle, if like he had a couple drinking issues. So I thought that was that was interesting. Got the face. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Browns are getting turned down by pretty much everybody at this point. I have no idea who who would even want to go there. Uh, anything quick on the Browns? Uh, here, I'll, I'll give you an idea about what what you're thinking of. Um, do you like hanging out with me for months at a time every day? Not that much, but, I mean, I, yeah. So imagine I was Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> you have to, and not only that, you have to try and tell me what to do. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably... Do you, uh, do you think that's going to be enticing? A skeptical of that. Do you think that the, the history of hanging out, maybe, maybe I'm just a bad guy to hang around with, too. You get bad luck from it. People talk shit about you all the time. It's just a <laughs> shitty whole scenario. Do you want to do that? You just want to feel shit... Because at first, like, when Freddie Kitchens came in, they were like, it's going to be a rebuild. Like, we're going to make every game a dogfight. He's the guy. He's the guy we wanted all along. Yeah. I, I know. It's, it, they, they need just, like, they need uh, just a parent. They need, they need someone who, you ever, you ever hear, like, someone say, like, oh, it's time to start being a parent and not being a friend to your kid. Like that's what yeah. That's what all the Browns coaches have been. They've been the parent who needs to stop acting like a friend. They need someone to just go in there and just kick shit and just figure this thing out cuz I still think the talent They need there. they need to pull like a uh a Charlie Strong. You know, we went into Texas. Yeah, he just, just walks in. He's like, "You think you're good?" That's funny cuz I can cut you. Matter of fact, yeah, I just did. Whacked like half the team first and day. Like, f- like a bunch of fucking starters <laughs> who like walks up to them with like demands and shit. He's like, this is how it's going to go. And Charlie's like, I'm just going to fucking cut you and then get my own people. How about that? That could be something. Cut OBJ. Cut Baker. Cut Jarvis. Jarvis. Oh, maybe Jarvis. Jarvis kind of turned it around a little bit. Like he's definitely the better receiver. OBJ like, faced like slight, slight criticism. Slight adversity, and he ended up it with was, three touchdowns yeah, that season. The end of the world. Poor, poor OBJ. Could you imagine? How I mean, how is he supposed to have? How is he supposed to wear those five hundred thousand dollars watches? <laughs> he doesn't have any swag to back it up with. You know, look good, play good. But he looks good, but doesn't play good. I'm wearing a twenty thousand dollar Roly. I have to catch a touchdown. I have to. I I have to. Joe Judge to the Giants. Uh, I didn't know who that was until today. No one did. He's a special teams coach. Why special teams wide receivers? Wide receivers coach. The Patriots. Okay, so he's a Belichick guy, so that makes him a head coach. Uh, 
cool. Uh, as long as Dave Gettleman's running the Giants, I don't I don't care about them either, really. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe Danny Dimes will will step up and have a better year this year. Uh, I've heard that they've wanted to get Garrett as his OC. I've heard that too. Uh, they actually they requested the Cowboys to interview him. Uh, thought that was pretty interesting. I also heard something funny about Jason Garrett. Every time that they had a meeting, they would tell him, we're going to go with someone else. And Jason oh, would go. Oh, during the three meetings? Yeah, yeah, he'd go, wait, please don't. No. Just He's like, please wait. Like I can still do this. Please, no. just wait. Hold on. Please, don't don't fire me yet. Just wait. Oh, man, that is tough. He was like fucking, like, he was just trying to stick around until they finally just stopped trying to fire him. <laughs> until they made, made him like kind of like a Joe Paterno kind of, like, until they had to fire him. Yeah. <laughs> Bad example. Like, like a Bill Snyder, I guess. Okay, I there we go. I don't know. Like a guy that there just is there forever. Not Paterno. That's, that wasn't fair. That's a little uh, <laughs> That's a little much. Yeah, just like that situation. Just not a single difference whatsoever <laughs> in that situation you just described. All right. We have gone on way too long. Let's go ahead and, and uh, get to the uh, divisional round. Picks. Uh, Don't at me. What are, we, what are we looking at? 49ers by seven over the Vikings. I, I'm taking that. Yeah, Niners, Niners are dirty. Uh, run game's going to be good. Their defense won't be able, Vikings defense won't be able to hang up with that. Uh, Niners defense is also will certainly shut down Kirk Cousins. Oh, the yeah. big thing they're going to look at is Dalvin Cook. So that's what they're going to be probably focusing on, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Titans, Ravens. Eight and a half over the Titans. Uh, I think I gotta take that too. Honestly, I, I gotta take that just because Tannehill didn't play as well. But like, honestly, that's that's probably the riskier one, just because you have just, no idea how the Titans are gonna come out with this. Yeah, I mean, if they play keep away with Derrick Henry, then then I mean, there's it's anyone's it's anyone's chance. I mean, there. keep game plan, keep away aside. Like, they've just been playing hot. Like they they, they, they can They're just hot. show up to any team and, and beat the shit out. I mean they, they beat the shit out of the Texans right before up. the right before the, the postseason. They they kicked the show of the Texans. They won that playoff game against the Patriots. Not many other teams can ever do that. Not many teams can claim that at all. No. So uh here's an even bigger spread. Chiefs nine and a half over those Texans. I can. I'll take that too. Honestly, I, I don't see the Texans doing shit against the Chiefs. No, and everyone's saying like, well, you know, the Texans went into Arrowhead earlier and beat them. That was that feels like ten years ago. Was that without Was that without Patrick Mahomes? No, Mahomes played that game. Mahomes played that. Mahomes game. did play that game. They kind of had a little skid there with him, but that that was forever ago. Chiefs have won six straight. Uh, they're, they're they are going to win and cover that nine and a half spread. Uh, Seahawks go to Green Bay. Packers are a four-point favorite. Fuck it, we're taking we're taking Fuck every it. single one. <laughs> Fuck it, we're done. It's ha- well now. I'll, if y'all want to fade this, let us know. I'm gonna I'm Seahawks. gonna scooch back. Actually, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Texans will keep it in nine and a half with the Chiefs. Uh, okay. I'll switch around because I don't want to do a hundred percent. Just like you know, oh, every favorite team will do it. Yeah, because that's not how football works. Uh, I'll say I'll, I can see the Texans making a little run with the Chiefs because I mean it, just their Deshaun. defense can't stop Deshaun Watson. It, it's so that's Deshaun. Gonna be, it's going to be a score fest. So I will go Seahawks with, Packers. I'll go with the Seahawks to lose but cover. 
I think it's going to be a, a two or three point game. That's interesting because I see the I see Aaron just kind of throwing all over them, throwing all over him. Okay, running all over him. I could see that. I just him. I could see him and Russ just just trading blows. I mainly don't. I just don't. I I was about to say I don't see Russ staying on the field all that much. You don't think so? You think Packers just dominate? I think I think the defense is going to be the difference here. I mean, yeah, Seahawks defense is good, but they're playing against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Packers defense is good, but they're playing or they're playing against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Packers defense is good, or Russell. I mean, sorry. Let me before I have a fucking brain injury. <laughs> Seahawks offense is good, and so is the, the the Packers defense. But they're playing against Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch, so the run game can end pretty quick. And then Marshawn if you, yeah, he does not have it. Uh, their backup running back, what's his fucking name? I don't even know. They've run, I, they have they've had three get injured this year. Yeah, they they can't keep him healthy. They they can shut down Marshawn Lynch pretty easy, and then you know at that point they're gonna put the ball in Russell's hands, very capable hands, um, mind you. But I mean, at that point, you know they're gonna they're gonna empty out the box. You know, yeah. everyone's gonna be on coverage. All right, so that'll leave us with. A Niners-Packers NFC Championship and a Ravens-Chiefs AFC Championship. Should be fun. Hope we're right there. Um, got anything else from Um, Nothing much. Yeah, we've been running along for a while. Uh, but just to give you an idea about upcoming stuff, we've been reaching out to a couple people trying to get some interviews over the phone. Um, hasn't been as lucrative as I mm. thought it would be. Had a couple people respond. A couple people responded. Um, got, got, got a few bites. A few bites, but now we just got to set the hook in on them. So we're going to come up with a lot more, uh, you know, content for you all to listen to. You know, over the football season, we can't just talk about football, so we'll have to switch up on some sports, uh, yeah. talk about a little bit of hockey, NBA, while those, you know, while those oh, yeah. seasons actually come, become relevant again. Yeah. Um, besides that, you know, this has been the Main of the Arena podcast, episode one of the new year, <laughs> episode question b and we'll just we'll fill that beep in i think it's 10 and uh thanks for listening love you guys